1: And you're on right now with Jim Dawes, a daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. It's Wednesday, March 6, 2019. So, just as the Senate is preparing to vote on this joint resolution to try to block Trump's declaration of a national emergency in order to build a wall, the Wall Street Journal... New York Times, Washington Post, even NPR are admitting that the situation on the border is indeed a crisis, with record numbers of migrants all dragging a uh, Central American child with them, or showing up at the border and declaring asylum. More than 76,000 migrants crossed into the United States on the southern border just last month. That's the highest number in 12 years. So, for all of the screaming that the Democrats and their media shills have been doing for this last month, that there's no emergency on the border... Facts have just overtaken their narrative. It's called narrative collapse. Immigration officials are admitting uh, that this is not only going to increase, but that the uh, the border security is uh, on the border is about ready to completely collapse. Can you just imagine the types of stresses and um, just overwhelming? Um, job it is for these border patrol agents down there to try to keep up with this flood these migrants are coming mainly from guatemala el salvador and nicaragua and almost all of them are families that have been lured to the border by uh, the democrats insane immigration policies and these court rulings that have basically acted as a, a magnet to the coyotes the people smugglers Uh, that are telling the people down there, if they can just uh, rush to the border before the United States comes to its senses, that they will be released into the interior of the country and be allowed to stay. That's the one foot on American soil rule. So if they find a place where there's no fence and they can put one foot on American soil and find themselves a border patrol agent to turn themselves into, they'll be held in detention for about 20 days. Uh, They'll be given, you know, checkups and medical treatments uh that uh, they couldn't possibly afford in their own country and then they'll be released into the interior of this country for the uh, local taxpayers to educate uh provide uh food stamps and um deal with the housing crisis and all of the illegality that's coming from a lot of these uh these arrivals or have histories of gang involvement but um they can't be screened because there's simply not the capacity uh, from the uh, border patrol or ice in order to do this. So they'll be held for about 20 days and then they'll be released. They won't even be properly identified. So once they make it to the border, we simply under current laws and court rulings can't reject them and they don't have the capacity to hold them. And, uh, you know, People are saying that Congress needs to step up and update uh, the laws to address this crisis. Well, they have no intention of doing so. They won't even allow the president to try to address the uh, the, the obvious crisis by building the border wall. And now you've got Rand Paul saying that he's going to vote to block uh, the emergency declaration as well, along with other Republicans, uh, Lisa Murkowski and uh, and, uh I think it's Susan Collins of Maine, because they're concerned that it uh, violates the Constitution. And in fact, the Constitution does say that uh, no money shall be drawn from the Treasury without a proper con- congressional authorization. And that's what uh, seems to worry these Republicans. Well, if they would read uh, the law that was passed by Congress in 1976, the presidential emergency declaration powers, they'll see that in fact... Congress did authorize this money to be spent from uh, uh, appropriations uh, made by Congress, and that's exactly what the president's doing. He's spending money that's been appropriated for military projects. Uh, He's uh, redirecting that money because of the crisis on the border, and all of this, all of it, was authorized by Congress, so there's no real uh, constitutional crisis there for them to vote against. But Rand Paul you know, he, uh, he loves to uh, burnish his constitutional credentials, and he's using this. If he would read the Constitution, he would also note, I think it's in, I can't remember which section, but it, it says that the federal government shall protect the states from invasion. 76,000 people flooding into your country in one month. You extrapolate that over a year, that most certainly constitutes an invasion and guess what it's only going to get worse because the uh, the budget deal the so-called omnibus that the president signed uh, makes it impossible for the Border Patrol or ICE uh, not only to, to detain any of these uh, arriving uh, um, migrants but it gives it makes it impossible for them to deport any existing illegal aliens if they claim that they're a sponsor or potential sponsor of one of these um, minor migrants or one of them claiming to be under 18 years old, or any member of that potential sponsor's household. You're talking about a population of uh, literally millions and millions of illegal aliens already in the country. And that provision was inserted, obviously, uh, to prevent ICE from being able to uh, enforce the border or uh, any immigration laws. We've got an absolute dire emergency. The bigger emergency is not what's going on on the border, but what's going on in Washington D.C., where we've got a, one of our two major political parties that's actually working to undermine uh, the rule of law and um, prevent any inf- any border enforcement. They don't care that uh, you know drugs are flooding in along with these uh, these illegal aliens. They don't care that uh, El Salvador, which is a, a narco-gangster state, is, uh, is, uh, is exporting MS-13 in huge numbers into the United States for them to you know, commit crimes here. What they care about is uh, completing their transformation of this country into a third-world socialist state where the Democrats can uh, promise uh, government goodies in order to hold on to power. We're going to run out to a break. Uh, this song you'll hear going out is uh, Chris Hagen with uh, Bleeker Street Blues. So Michael Bloomberg has uh, announced that he will not be running for president he's decided instead to focus on global warming. He made this announcement in the middle of a unprecedented uh, low uh, a cold winter there in New York at a time when the uh, the whole country is uh, suffering from an unprecedented uh, cold spell. He says he has no doubt in his mind that he could beat Donald Trump but he wants to focus on global warming instead so. Apparently he's uh, become so full of himself, like Barack Obama, who thought he could hold back the tides. That um, Michael Bloomberg thinks he can change the weather, and he believes that uh, that the America is uh, desperate to elect him president. But he just uh, he's got more pressing things to worry about. He's going to change the weather out in Denver. They've had the coldest March in over 60 years. But um, you know, reality doesn't intrude. On uh, on these uh, leftist fantasies of global warming, Eric Holder has also decided he's not going to run for president, uh, which comes as no surprise. He obviously couldn't withstand the scrutiny of his actions uh, in the Fast and Furious Mexican gun running scandal or the uh, the IRS uh, violations of the Constitution. But after teasing people on his uh, his speaking circuit for over two years. He's uh, he's decided he's not run uh, not going to run, but um, John Hickenlooper, former governor of Colorado, has decided that he will run. And uh, I love how they make an announcement that they're going to make an announcement. He's launched his campaign and will be making an announcement next week. So he's going to do that in in uh, in front of the city hall in Denver. Um, old Roger Stone, you know uh, the Obama appointed attorney that uh, Robert Mueller was able to judge shop there in Washington, D.C. that's uh, hearing Stone's case put a gag order on Stone so that he can't declare his innocence any longer. He has to just sit there and allow the media to tee off on him. Well, Mueller has uh, has run to this judge and said that a book that Roger Stone wrote last year and is uh, scheduled for publication this month violates that gag order. So, not only is Roger Stone not going to be allowed to defend himself in the press, but he's also not going to be allowed to make a living. What Roger Stone does at this point, because this whole Russia collusion uh, hoax has destroyed his political consulting business, what Roger Stone does is that he's a media personality and an author. So Mueller and uh, Judge Amy Berman Jackson are denying Robert Stone uh, the ability to make a living in order to pay for the massively expensive defense against these trumped up charges before an obviously partisan judge in washington d c where uh, where Roger Stone can't possibly get a free uh, a, a fair trial. Nancy Pelosi is threatening to pull any Democrat. Congressional committee funding from any Democrats who dare to vote uh, with the g o p you may recall that the g o p is using um, one of the very few mechanisms of the minority in the House in order to try to affect legislation by offering uh last minute amendments and when uh, When the House recently considered a uh, some gun legislation that was designed to uh, to violate your Second Amendment rights, which stood no chance of passing the Senate, but it was very um, you know symbolic in its passing in the House. But the Republicans amended the bill to require that any uh, that ICE be notified of any illegal alien attempting to buy a weapon. <laughs> well, the Democrats are really pissed off about that. They want illegal aliens to be able to buy a weapon without ICE being notified. So. Uh, Pelosi's now dropped the hammer on these moderate Democrats and swing state districts that uh, are trying to, you know, keep from generating any votes that are going to be used to defeat them in the next cycle. And says that uh, if they don't uh, toe the line, both the way Nancy's, you know, uh, the radical San Francisco congressman tells them to, that uh, she's going to uh, not support their uh, reelection. She says, this is not a day at the beach. This is the Congress of the United States. exactly right. And any elected representative in the Congress of the United States was sent there to represent their constituencies, not the constituencies in San Francisco that Nancy Pelosi represents, where she was elected. So, you know, Nancy's doing this at the behest of AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. AOC has said that she's going to put together a list and primary any of these these uh, less-than-ideologically-pure swing-state Democrats. And I hope she will. I hope, uh, I hope she primaries them and gets some far-left nutcase like herself into the general election so, uh, so the Republicans can take those seats back. I don't know if you read my, uh, my column in The American Thinker concerning uh, the intrusion of uh, male athletes, transgender male athletes into women's sports. But uh, in the last paragraph, of that column, I uh, I called for other uh, high-profile female sports figures to step forward, like Martina Navratilova had the courage to do, and call this out for bullshit. And uh, it appears that that's what's uh, starting to happen. A former Olympian from the United Kingdom, Sharon Davies, uh, stepped forward and, and said that this is this is uh, insanity and unfair to women uh, competing in their sporting events. She was. Um, a swimmer in the 1980 Olympics in Moscow, won two gold medals, which, you know, from the United Kingdom uh, makes her a a really high-profile sports figure. But, of course, she's being attacked, accused of fueling hate for saying what is just plain obvious common sense. As I also mentioned in one of my American Thinker uh, columns, uh, Michael Cohen is, in fact, being referred to the Department of Justice for perjuring himself during those hearings last week. Uh, Jim Jordan and Mark Meadows uh, sent a letter to Attorney General William Barr containing evidence that uh, Cohen, in fact, had uh, committed perjury. This will be the second charge of perjury that uh, uh, Cohen will face. And there's no doubt that he committed perjury. You've got uh, directly contradictory statements that he made before the committee um, that uh, that he is on record as uh, having contradicted so uh, Michael Stone is, uh, is back in legal jeopardy thanks to his pro bono attorney, Lanny Davis. And it's going to be interesting to see if the new uh, Attorney General, Bill Barr, um, in fact follows up on these charges. Well, that's about all. If you like this program, please like, comment, and share. Our next uh, episode is going to be an interview with uh, Michael Stumo, Who is the CEO of the Coalition for a Prosperous America? And he's going to talk about the, um, the promised impending trade deal between the United States and China that's supposed to address this, these disastrous trade imbalances that we've had going on 30 years now. And I hope you'll join us for that. Okay. We're going to take you, take you back out, uh, with this old Salooner Blues in Midnight North.
0: Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. This episode is sponsored by Schwans.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details.